Hi, my name's Harini. My name's Camille. And this is The News Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The News Podcast. We have taken quite a long break, but we're back and better than before. Today's episode is called Tiger Queen. That's right. We're going to be talking about Tippi Hedren, who is Dakota Johnson's grandmother. And she's been in the news recently when people finally realised that all of the attention that we paid during COVID to the Tiger King has actually been misplaced. She is now 90 years old and was better known for her roles as Alfred Hitchcock's muse, notably in the film The Birds. But since then has become an animal rights conservationist since 1972, which then became her main pride looking back on her life. She founded the Raw Foundation in 83, which rescued wild animals, including many from Texas and the US, and the Animal Sanctuary Shambhala Preserve in California, which both advocates for tigers, lions, leopards, bobcats, all kinds of big cats, and has also received several awards for her life-changing work. Her acting career does have a link, though, with the conservation work that she does, as she was actually largely inspired by filming two films called Satan's Harvest and Mr. Kingstreet's War in 1969 in Africa and became fascinated and really inspired by Wildcats on her time there. However, the real reason that she's important here is not only her host of animal conservation work, but the close relationship that she actually had with the animals in her care, including a 400-pound adult lion called Neil, who slept in the same bed as her teenage daughter, Melanie Griffin, as well as swimming with her in the pool, taking naps together, play fighting, and generally acting like Jasmine's tiger in Aladdin. Ironically, though, the aim of the Royal Foundation was, quote-unquote, to educate the public about the dangers of private ownership in exotic animals, as she now recognises that there are some serious risks involved. Retrospectively, Tippi Hedren has described putting her family in danger, like this being stupid beyond belief. But at least for that time, all was well and they were living in harmony. All that until Tippi Hedren's husband at the time, which is why I think this feels really interesting from a gender perspective. Her husband at the time, Noel Marshall, tried to put their life on tape in the film Raw. However, of the 140 people involved in tech and filming, including the family, there were 70 onset injuries from the Tigers and Lions because they weren't used to their company or the kinds of things he expected them to do, like placing tigers in the backseat of a car, even though they were afraid of the engine. These injuries included her daughter, who was so badly mauled by a tiger that she needed reconstructive plastic surgery and nearly lost an eye, a cameraman who was quite literally scalped, and Tippi Hedren herself, whose head was mistaken by a ball by a lion, who then clamped its jaws around her skull. And I've literally got no idea how you survived that kind of injury. You have to wonder, though, if her husband hadn't tried for fame and introduced the stressful environments for the cats, could they all have lived much more peacefully as they were doing up until that point? So Hedron's stepson, John Marshall, who was a teenager when his father suggested the project, that ended up actually lasting a full 11 years. He blames his dad entirely for the injuries, as it was his decision to make the film to bring in more than 130 extra wild, untamed animals into their family home and put everyone else's lives in danger. However, since then, Tippi Hedron has downsized from her original 60 big cats coming in and out of her home as they pleased to 13 but she is still a 19-year-old with 13 or 14 wild animals. I mean, it's interesting, though, with all the attention that Tiger King, you know, the series got during COVID, for all the sacrifices and the millions of dollars personally invested by Tippi Hedren and her husband in the film, it wasn't actually that successful at the time. And they both nearly became bankrupted because of it. 
And we can ask ourselves, though, was Joe Exotics' version of what she had already done 70 years previously only spurred on by the COVID pandemic and people not having time to spare, but a need for escapism to a reality that they would probably never get to experience in their lifetimes? Or is it because we are happy to be enticed by his wild lifestyle and not hers? And if we look at gender in Tiger King anyway, there were huge differences in reactions from the public to Carol Baskin who was a powerful woman alleged to kill her husband but actually that's just a conspiracy there's no real evidence to back it up and Joe Exotic who the public seemed to love who actually was accused of sexual assault and harassment and actually did get tried in court for hiring a hitman to kill this woman. I think it absolutely goes to show the difference between how we perceive people from different genders doing essentially exactly the same thing because as well Carol Baskin received death threats notoriously almost like all the time so I think it's interesting as well the fact that Tippi Hedren and her have both had so many negative consequences from men in their lives doing the same thing be that Joe Exotic or Tippi Hedren's husband deciding to go on an 11-year project in her house so that's where we're going to leave the Tiger Queen um if you've got anything that you want to tell us about your thoughts on this obviously you can always let us know either on our Instagram or by email but we wanted to do something a bit lighthearted as it's the first episode of 2023. And we also wanted to take this moment to introduce to you some of the things that we're going to be talking about for the rest of this term um, and things that you can look forward to. Yeah, so in no particular order, a couple of episodes that we've got lined up for you are International Women's Day and we've got a little series called How to Be a Woman. So in law, in finance, in athletics and in rowing, interviewing some really cool women. We've also got an episode on city planning, explaining feminist labels and tangible results of feminism, including ESG. I'm also really excited to be contributing a bit more to the blog. And we're going to be starting a women in politics column of the blog that you can always keep up with in terms of women, both as advocates for politics and also as the victims of it, sadly. So this includes the Met Police and Fire Brigade reports in London and in the UK, talking about harassment, assault and the role of women both as officers and equally as the victims of people that we're meant to be able to trust. South Korea and whether or not they still need an equalities minister, which they got rid of last term. Um, and first and foremost, you can hear us very soon reading an article on FGM as it's the UN Day for Zero Tolerance for FGM. As always, we hope you have found this episode useful and have enjoyed listening to our content. We're super excited to be providing more content for you. Um, you can send us an email at admin at newslondon.co.uk with your thoughts or if you want to contribute to our blog or get involved with the podcast. You can also check out our Instagram at news underscore LDN and our blog you can find at www.newslondon.co.uk. That's all from us. This was the news podcast. Bye.